Hello and welcome to the Films and Swear and Movie Podcast, recording straight out of five Scotlands. I'm your host Stuart, join me today is Cousin Mike. Hi. Cousin Mike's cat. No. And the always no care and always swearing Andy Walker. Yeah. Today you're listening to episode 125, From Dusk Till Dawn. Feels mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. Aye. Curtain shots. Um. Oh. <laughs> vampire women dancing on the table. I've been trying to watch a film in the sunlight reflecting in. <laughs> and you're a fucking vampire. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting in a chair baiting. <laughs> right. Is there anything new? Nothing. Not for me. No. No, not for me either. There we go. Yeah. That is you, you fucking. I saw Impractical Jokers live, but. Other than that. <laughs> I was so surprised there was getting quite a few negative feedback on the event group right. a lot of folk were quite annoyed that they weren't doing like pranks live on stage uh, like, it's Shell, a, that's what Shell thought a hidden camera prank us. show that happens in stores I think they were just going to do hidden camera pranks in like the fucking hydro with an audience of thousands going <laughs> we can all about this programme how are we going to get tricked by you exactly so Fannies. but aye it was more or less a mixture of stand-up and clips they couldn't show on telly. And they did like a creep-off competition where each of them tried to be the, the most creepiest. So Joe Gatto dressed up as Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka oh. and was skipping through a park going, Candy? And so he had like big curly ginger hair, his big stomach hanging out and his big bag just like prancing up to strangers and offering <laughs> them sweets. James Murr was more or less... Like a paedophile, like it's like blue trousers, striped shirt, mustache, glasses, and he was just on a swing in a children's park, <laughs> or he was just behind a tree and he was like fuck playing basketball. And he was just hold onto the chain link fence, staring through at them. <laughs> Sal Volcano was going about in a panel van, like fucking screeching at corners, opening the door, and, get in the van, and just screaming at fuck, get in this van, and I was like, no, I was like, now move it, but. They just cut to like a montage of every time the van screech, he loses, loses his balance and fucking headbutts like the passenger side chair or falls out or chaps his hand in the door. <laughs> and Brian Quinn was just in like full camo, like he looked like a, a bush, but he was on a fucking baseball, on baseball grounds, like oh. children playing baseball and he's just going up behind trees, getting closer to the pitch. <laughs> and then his coaches come and start fucking manhandling him. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Just stuff I didn't understand it. How long was that? One for quite a long, or was that? Um, aye, about two hours. They had one comedian uh, that was one. on first, a guy who cried Owen Benjamin. It was quite funny. He done sort of like a couple jokes, and then he would play the keyboard and had like songs for millennials saying, uh, sometimes it's not right if somebody's posing duck face for a photo, it might be wrong to throw bread at them. But it yes. just kind of ran all that into a song and... He was getting the fuck to sing along with him. So he played for half an hour and then it was about an hour and a half of them one after it. Oh boy. Aye. It was really good. But I couldn't be arsed doing things like, right, oh, stand around outside and wait for it. Because it was like snow and rain and wind. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going back to my hotel room to watch Phantoms. <laughs> oh. I still almost seen that. I, I, could, I can now finally say I know why Ben Affleck's the bomb in Phantom show. <laughs> the only reason he was he's alright <laughs> Lee Shriver was a bit of a dick but other than that <laughs> it was like a really shit version of the thing like instead uh, of there was no snow an empty town three people and they're just a creature going about uh-huh. alright maybe it's time to put on the spoiler warning oh really I think so What you're listening to is... They don't the... fucking hear that. How can you hear it? Some kind of done a remix of the Sandra... The Sandra... The Salma Hayek dance from Dust of Dawn. Uh, That'll be generic enough for a spoiler thing. Yeah. Now I can't even read my notes because I put in... Aye. Is someone auto-tuned them playing music. So it is actually the audio from the film, but remixed. It's generic enough to play in the background. 
Can why we're arguing is because we don't want to spoil see, the film for you. The spoiler if it should have just been Quentin Tarantino going on about his hornbeam shot. Oh. Just I, uh, well that's the spoiler is like fucking this fucking where's a tumbler that I can bang it off this table. <laughs> Aye, I'm George Clooney. I'm fucking angry. So yes, let's just turn it off and I'll read my notes. Yes. Uh, all right. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Here at Films and Swearing Podcast, we're slashing spoilers in half. Listen to our vast selection of spoilers. This is a spoiler blowout. We've got white spoilers, black spoilers, Spanish spoilers, yellow spoilers. We've got hot spoilers, cold spoilers. we got those wet spoilers, those smelly spoilers. We've got those hairy spoilers, bloody spoilers. got them snapping spoilers. We've got silk spoilers, velvet spoilers, nod hide spoilers, heck, horse spoilers, dog spoilers, Fucking cat spoilers. <laughs> come on, if you want spoilers, come on in, spoiler lovers. If you don't, if we don't got it, you don't want it. <laughs> so, that's my cheat, that was, that was <laughs> as El Mexicano as I can get. So yes, if you wonder, what the fuck was all that about? We're just telling you, didn't even bother listening to the rest of the podcast unless you've seen... That's still good. Aye. Yes. I, was, I really thought I was going to be worth it this morning when I came up with that idea. It was alright. <laughs> they keep fucking out for the I kind of thought you were advertising something there. <laughs> 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 fucking audible this, audible that. This, what, you could get white audiobooks, black audiobooks, wet audiobooks, bloody audiobooks. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, From Dust Till Dawn is directed by Robert Rodriguez. Bob Rob. <laughs> yeah, yes, Bob you Rod. Bob Rob. Bob Rod. Ah, nice. <laughs> uh, at the point of his career he was films such as El Mariachi and Desperado behind his belt right. his movie stars George Clooney Quentin Tarantino Harvey Keitel Juliette Lewis Ernest Liu Salma Hayek Cheech Marin Danny Trejo Tom Savini Fred Williamson Michael Parks and for a second John Saxon <laughs> cunt fan of the dragon we'll, we'll get there uh-huh. Alright Andy, go and tell me, what is the plot of From Dust Till Dawn? Um, these two robbers, oh, one robber breaks another robber brother out of jail, they go on a crime spree, robbing banks and shit, try to get the country, kidnap a group of, a group of wee fucking church family, go to Mexico, go to a bar, turns out, oh no, vampires, and they fight until dawn. Aye. Pretty much. Is that alright for you Michael? Aye. <laughs> All right. Initial reactions. I'll start with you, Andrew. I liked it. It's fun. This I, I can't imagine this is your first time seeing it. No, no, no. I've seen this before. Was it a notable first like initial discovery of it? I can't remember when I first seen it. To be honest, no. it wasn't that notable. But I kind of seen it before and I mm. quite enjoyed it. I was kind of the same, but then when we were going to record this last week and then switched it to Rogue One. Mike came aboard saying, oh, fuck, this is a film of our youth. And I was like, I didn't remember properly being introduced to it other than seeing clips out on Channel 4, maybe always missing the start or just getting towards the end. You brought it to mine. Brought it to my house. See, I couldn't remember the memory, so Mike kins the memory. (laughs) So how did it go? (laughs) I just mind you bring it to my house. I can't remember if, I think if I thought your dad would have watched. Probably not. I just mind you bring it to my house. All right. How did you procure this? I must tape? have taped off Channel 4. I just I feel like I saw it on telly and I thought this was fucking amazing. I must have taped it. <laughs> I suppose they're that fucking 12 year old titties. <laughs> no, no, you <laughs> said that very no, wrong. Uh, there was a comma in there. There was a comma in there. <laughs> that was just the worst sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I was actually surprised when rewatching it and saying, What fucking Selma Hayek actually keeps her bra on. There's something about it where I just imagined she was topless for the beginning dancing with a snake with being like a titty bar. But I kept her integrity. Yeah. Wouldn't you think she would whip out her tats? I think she has. Is she? Although I guess it's sort of... Maybe in the name for... of art, maybe. not in the Yes, name in the of name Scott. of art. I think she was in the film, was it Frida? 
Where it was, uh, the cover's uh, her with like a unibrow. Is it her or is it fucking. I know, it was her, aye. Aye. You got mixed up with her and Penelope Cruz. Cruz. Aye. No! Uh, <laughs> aye, so that was the first unit. Mike, your initial opinion on the film? I kind of remember my thoughts when I first seen it. Got all of them. Tits! Yeah. Even this laptop's getting turned on with. Look, Camden. We don't uh, need to restart now. We liked it, but avoid the TV show. Ah, right. I was, like the I was about to save that for the end, but I let's... watched the first. I watched the first season. It was all right. Try to watch the. No. <laughs> we did say. Try to watch the second season, but. I uh, just got ridiculous with like 50 fat women and all that. Alright. I can't remember. I thought I'd seen the second series, I've never seen it. Well, it's it's three series in so far. That's it's, it's finished three series. The only interesting thing I thought was one of them we were maybe we watching that game was they were putting into they were putting into the perspective that maybe it was the character of Harvey Keitel killed the mum. Right. Uh, drunk driving. Ah, right. I never watched it all the way to find out if that's what. I skimmed the IMDb um, episode thing just to see if the third season had finished. And I was having a look at all the wee plots and it gave me the impression that they've still not reached this fucking bar yet. <laughs> this is three years in. Ah, they reached the bar in the first season. Did they? Yeah. Uh, I think I'd seen the first few episodes yeah. and just. The guy played. Character of sex machines like a fucking is that like a professor or something. Uh, so he's not just a biker with a whip and a gun. It's, it's uh, totally, it's totally different kind of story as well. Mm. It's like it's a labyrinth or something. They go through a labyrinth. They find like this, the random black guy just living in the labyrinth. If they get out of the labyrinth, they're allowed to live. Right. Uh, so I, I know guess that, that uh, that's it. Like, you're getting to run away with a lot more since it's a TV show. Yeah. But. Has anyone been brave enough to watch the sequels to this? No. I think I have seen the party one. I, 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 I think I tried to watch the second one. Is there uh, four altogether? Three, I think. Three, I uh, I did try the second one. Aye, there is a sequel when I chucked on my box that came up with all the like, titles. And it was like From Dust Will Dawn, then the TV show, and then the documentary, and then From Dust Will Dawn to number three. It's, I, I just... Like, number three, I think... So the one sitting like a mining town or something. Mm. Like that. that might be the last one. And number three is like a it. prequel today with the character that Sam Hyatt plays back, like fucking pull that way back, like mm. years before. Aye, because now is it? There's who's was Bruce Campbell in any of these? I'm trying to think what big names they had to attach to actually draw was people a, was to it them. Was Baldwin? A mm. shite Baldwin was in one, I think. Hmm. Billy Baldwin or something. Aye. Or is there a Stephen Baldwin? There's. Oh, I think he's mm. the church one. Aye. He'd be against that, I'm sure. Aye. <laughs> All right. Since we've, we've talked about that, the movie obviously opens with Michael Parks going into this liquor store for that wee wee convo. Because that's it. When watching it for the first time, you're like, "All right, this is just banter between these two folk." And it's only when he goes for a piss, suddenly uh, looking uh, Clooney. Oh, he's already there. Aye. Like, it's clear in that scene that Quentin Tarantino was a Fuck. fucking uh, fruit loop. He's unhinged. Aye, uh, he's, like, he's giving him signals. He's fucking mouthing words to him. Uh, I, was getting mi- I, keep getting, I was getting mixed up with the film and the show. Because right. in the show, he was like in fucking delusions or something where they uh, could see demons and... Aye. Shit like that, and he thought the two lassies in the shop were demons. Was Michael Parson on the TV show or not? No, there? who was it? Danny Trejo's in there, isn't he? In the show? Aye. I mind, aye, aye. and then later seasons, maybe. Aye, he was like an assassin or something. Mm-hmm. Can't mind if I see that. Craig Machete. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> who was it I played the fucking sheriff in the TV show? I can't mind. James Parks? No. Is that not his kid? Then he's if you've seen he's bounded down, I can he's in that, he's fucking hanging with his dad. Yeah. Fuck. Answers on a postcard, send it to the usual address. Fucking look it up, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm somewhere else, I'm oh. I'm off the grids. Um 
So I when this shit kicks off in the the liquor store, George Clooney's character is obviously a bit of a how do you kind of badass? Like a, a hothead is definitely one way to describe it. But I bet this is like a a big change of pace for him because this was back in '96. Just so, before uh, becoming a film actor, and he was only on TV. I think this was him in the middle of like his ER run. Yeah. Where everyone just. Saw him as a dreamy eye doctor, and then mm. all of a sudden, is he's fucking harder daddy now. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, oh, like fucking guns in the face, like these folk are no taking shit. He's got the giant fucking tribal tattoo that probably yeah. inspired a generation of like <laughs> tramp stamps. Yeah. But it is, it's really seeing Quentin Tarantino in these, like, he's a special kind of pervert in this, oh. isn't he? Uh, like, even when, sure, like, Parks get shot in the head, they have that fucking shootout, and it's still fucking, like, I think Savage is the only way to describe it, like, when they said, right, shoot the whiskey bottles, and he's sitting covering the fucking lure and lighter fluid, chucks over, tortures the fucking uh, cunt, uh. shoots them, and they're just lying there, setting all the popcorn on fire. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it's just, I think, I still remember watching it with you, the first thing I, I think I remember the two of us were pissing and laughing at when when he was like what's the word I'm looking for shot in the fucking hand <laughs> I but like he was I'm trying to how he was like the way the way you say that I was in was like are you alright he's like alright does this look fucking alright to you holding up a hand with a hole in it mm. or I don't know. <laughs> but it's when he was it's when he says he got shot in the hand it's the way he said it it was just aye I was like, they're saying the word fucking so much in this film. <laughs> like, there is a bit where he's like looking through the hole in his hand and he just gets like the fucking duct tape. <laughs> Your like, cat's sticking some shit in that box. <laughs> I just hear the wee flap going. <laughs> Are you talking about me? <laughs> that felt better than Rogue One. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ, cat! <laughs> Fucking cut the mustard. <laughs> anyway, I um, really they do their thing. They leave. That cuts right to Harvey Keitel and his his weird little family. Like just yeah. in the sense they make that joke later on. He's like, "What are you a couple fat? <laughs> you in this? The Ari one? Oh, I, I, is, is yeah, there? Like, a... He's like, he's like, he's like." It's my son. It's like, no, there's one Japanese. Uh, That's because he's Chinese. Yeah. But what I don't understand is how come he's Chinese, but Juliet Lewis isn't Chinese and she's the oldest one? Adopted. Was it. Did that get covered? Did she mention that she was adopted or. I don't know. Or, like, maybe just like one of these ministers that just sold quite a few seats. program that he was adopted. Right, okay. I I can't remember if they said in the phone. Aye. So I'm still, still blurring together. Alright. Ah, mm-hmm. But, um, I, I guess we didn't really need... I need this explained or I'll not enjoy this oh, film! What does it mean? But, fucking Harvey Keitel, like, in that diner, is a fucking spitting image of, like, Brian Cranston now. Like, the way he water white in that final season, just sitting with the glasses and kind of the scruffy beard. Mm-hmm. Driving about in an RV, like he's got an Asian <laughs> cooking meth. I've got a fucking teen door slinging it. Right. <laughs> but that's Bad it. For a pussy oh, Jesus, that, <laughs> like, for uncomfortable lines of dialogue, like her saying that, <laughs> and it's just Quentin Tarantino hearing all the things he's wanting to hear. Yeah. And he's like, um, sure, yeah, totally. He's <laughs> like, and she's like, I don't even spoke to you. Then what the fuck are you looking for? <laughs> don't stare at me letting his lips. <laughs> and it's that thing. What fucking knife at the end? <laughs> what did they fucking <laughs> drop? There's like car keys or something. And bend down to pick up, and just the way the camera falls down the town, uh, falls back up. with just like fucking eyes, like X-ray eyes going on here. <laughs> and then you wonder if George Clooney's like get some fucking clays on. Just uh, then yeah, it, my brother's getting wild again. Again, he only uh, killed that poor fucking bank teller. Uh-oh. Like, even just though they were doing flashies, aye, they? That, that was pretty good. That made it so much more sinister than really oh, after. Yeah, it just shows you sort of like a body mm. line on the bed and blood splashed or the mm. headboard, but aye. it's that bad they can't show you. Aye, and you just get these brief glimpses of like the fucking in, like it, it gives you like an impact on 
he's a deranged fuck. Mm. Like, don't be left alone with him. Then he sit on the bed and watch cartoons with him. Yeah. So get raped. <laughs> and that's that's when it's on. I don't care if it's when he's watching the news, and that's when you get the newscaster. And it comes up with like the death toll. Like, These are the rangers that have been killed. These are the fucking sheriffs and civilians. There was like fucking 13 rangers, 8 police, and Aye. 3 civilians, and 1 and hostage. That woman, like, I like how she's so fucking like cheery about it as she's going Aye. through it. Like, it's just how disillusioned society is. And then she speaks to John Saxon, like the guy fighting at the dragon and Nightmare on Elm Street. That dude there, the guy with the grey hair. We was talking about, so yeah, I've got to find him real soon. Because that's it as a cameo. Um, like, he's that dude. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought, right, maybe he comes back, or maybe it's the cops that show up at the end, but that's it. He's just there for that one scene, isn't he? Uh, he doesn't show up and get his fucking brain splattered. So when they all get in the RV and start driving to the Titty Twister, well, Mexico, just how much of a dick that George... Well, actually, like, these guys are like, a pair of pricks, really. There's, there's no redeeming there's features. There's mass murderers Aye. and have no fucking moral compasses. Way, exactly, but... The way I kind of look at it is I think that like, George Clooney looks like the kind of one that would rather no murder anybody mm-hmm. to create a lot of fuss, whereas Quentin feels like, I can't well, fuck it. Aye. I could do it with some 12-year-old tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat some puss. <laughs> um, that's something she would say on a regular basis <laughs> nowadays ah, she's a bit she's a bit unhinged nowadays isn't yeah. she but it's just that scene when RV and George is quitting Harvey Keitel about his wife and then she's dead dead like how did she die and he's running all the fucking details and mm. it was like how did like like what happened I bet it wasn't quick and they were just going for all the, the uneasy uh, like ah she lay there for six hours mm. before she left and more or less explains why he lost his faith in God, mm. essentially. Because uh, why in that situation would you not just take someone instantly and rather have them sit there in pain for six hours? Yeah. But then... Cheech Marin with a number of camp, number of... Like, fucking rolls, aye. Mm. I hope that boy got paid three times. <laughs> Seriously. Because you get that uneasy scene with Quentin Tarantino talking with the kids in the back. because like, did, did you mean what you said earlier back in the hotel? No. Because I, I would. And she's like, excuse me, what? And before he speaks, he's like, Richie, stop talking to the kids. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Did he do it? I, I see you. Did he do you. it, man? You've got that fucking wanderlust in your eyes. <laughs> you want some of that fucking underage puss? Yeah. And it's when they're at the line and they're fucking all squabbling in the bathroom. Uh, like, I wish I, like, when fucking Harvey Keitel's, say, no, just me and my son. Bang. I, uh, me, my son, and my daughter. It's like, <laughs> like, open the fucking doors. It's like, fuck me. he was a fucking pedo and all though, eh? When he went, and he opened the door, and she's like, on the board. Oh, oh, he had he's like shutting the curtain like this. Make sure he's getting. Oh, I make sure there's you know hiding any cunt between your legs. <laughs> well, other than that, your actual cunt, but. My <laughs> 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 goodness. But it was just like them hiding in the fucking shower. And uh, after he knocked him because that's it. Is the day be a fucking nut? Is like, you called me a nut? Yeah. I said, you know what that fucking the one fucking one that sets him up. Aye, is nut. nut. Aye, call him a fucking crazy fucking psycho bastard that he does the mind. It just like it just the fucking backhand was perfect yeah. as well. And when he's waking up after the lines, like what happens? Like you, you felt dizzy and you banged your head. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was off the toilet or something. It's like did I? I don't remember any of that. My head fucking hurts. It's like yeah, we were all worried. Yeah. It's like, Devastating, he broke his glasses. Oh, he was, fu- he was no fucking happy about that. And it's like those fucking glasses that's got the wee coiled, like, get them wrapped uh, around your fucking ears so you don't lose them. Yeah. But, what do you think of, like, Quentin Tarantino's acting over, like, okay, let's look at his career. I know he did. Yes. Little Nicky. Was this, <laughs> was this before really or after? The blind, the blind preacher on the street. Aye. Oh, I'm gonna die. Exactly. <laughs> and you're not running about the fucking Aye. underground. And... <laughs> he runs and he misses the steps to the somewhere he just fucking dies at. Like, that, and then my next thing I think of is Django, when he's got that fucking forced Australian accent, and you're like. He's a... I always mind him in Planet Terror. 
Did he put one of the mercenaries that's infected with the thing? And his balls fall off, or is that someone else? He goes to go and rape the lassie with the machine gun leg, and he goes to go and take his shoes off, and his dick just like cremates itself, just falls off. I can't remember who the other fucking security guard that's in with him, but I. What else was he in? Um, obviously his own films he's always had little cameos uh, but he was, uh, he was in Reservoir Dolls aye uh, and he had he was in Pulp Fiction when John Travolta and Sam Jackson show up at the house with a body and have to get Harvey Keitel uh, to come uh, and clean the aye but I think he gets shot on quite a lot for his like his acting like I think mainly since he did Django and had that weird fucking Australian accent Nobody's like, oh, go and fucking stop acting. But, like, this, I think he's fucking spot on. Like, he plays crazy perfectly. Probably because he is. Yes. Like, <laughs> well, he was in a fucking. Uh, he was in, like, a western as well, mind. Are you mean the Japanese one? Aye. Aye, like, I think Takeshi Miki did a English speaking Japanese western and had, like, a Quentin Tarantino cameo in it. But the English is that fucking bad. I still had to put the subtitles on to understand <laughs> what these Japanese actors were saying. But I do remember that was a big thing because I think it was all around the Kill Bill phase. Sort of like they was lining for them, and then he was paying back to them. And but I fucking remember that. That was a weird love film rental. Like fucking glad I didn't pay for it. <laughs> Aye. So they get into the fucking Teddy Twister. You get the whole. Cheech speech, Aye. and it's just the fact they start fucking battering fuck him. Like, Aye. Aye, missed unnecessarily aggressive. Just, just because he just like went, like fucking laid a hand on him, fucking broke his, his broke hand, his fingers, punched his fingers, his, broke his nose, and then quite a time, you know, just, <laughs> just shit and he just has like, how you doing? Oh yeah, how you? Catch you later. <laughs> like, just, like, all right. <laughs> like you just Aye. said in the. Why fucking, did you not offer fucking apple pie spoilers? Oh, I forgot about the apple pie spoiler. Oh, uh, no, that's shocking. Right, let's stop this and start, go back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we get to see the fucking, the youngest looking Danny Trejo. I know. Like, for a guy that always looks the fucking same in films, he looks <laughs> like... Short hair and all, eh? Aye, like, he, he may look like a 20-year-old that's had a hard fucking round, but, <laughs> like, I'm sure he's maybe in his late 40s then, but he still just looks fucking fresh <laughs> off the boat. He just... <laughs> What boat? I know, it's a bad expression. <laughs> right, fresh out of jail. <laughs> fresh across the border. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, he's coming into me, so he should be trying to leave it. Well, there's no wall yet, but... Yeah, soon. <laughs> like, at this point, he was in Desperado, wasn't he? Aye. Uh, just being machete. Was El Mariachi. I can't remember what... I don't get if he was in that one. I've only seen that film once. I'm the same. But... But I still remember in Desperado where he just was like filled with fucking all like the me, blades. Me blades Aye. Yeah. He had fucking knifed off that boy. <laughs> um He was in He was in the sequel to Desperado and all. Once upon a time in Mexico. That's it. That I that that was the point where like he was full blown mad in these films. Like he didn't give a fuck. Did they all get a bunch of it wasn't like Mel Gibson and they sprayed a Mexican out. Charlie Sheen? Who was the bad guy in that? That was He was white, but they tanned him Mickey up. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Oh, nah, nah. Come on. Come in. Get in, get in. Oh, I, I really want to say Snapped Christopher Walton, but it's no. Right, I'll, I'll edit all this time out, but I need to... It's one of these things where you have to... Because I remember, because I, because like he a, killed, um, he killed Salma Hayek, but it was in a flashback. Is that fucking Ulrike Iglesias? Oh, he was one of the, he was one of the brothers. William Defoe. Ah, so yeah, fucking was. Why did I think fucking Christopher Walton? They're basically the same person. Ah, I knew these are pretty much the. Aye. Same style, crazy. Um. Selma Hayek. They're in the bar and they're in the bar and Danny Trejo doesn't oh, serve them. Harvey Keitel does that fucking brilliant speech. I'm a truck driver. Like, like how is that? We don't save your kind in here. You need a truck driver license. And he's like, well, my vehicle outside. And fucking just lays it down and is like, uh, fucking preach. Well done. Aye. And, and then that's where they ask uh, 
down the trail about food. And he's like, ah, it's like the best in Mexico. And he's like, I highly doubt that. He's <laughs> yeah. like, you motherfucker. He looks so fucking hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. the best in Mexico. I'm the fucking chef. Because I make it. He's like, I bet it's shit. He's like, you're not, you're not getting any fucking Trejo's tacos anytime soon then, are oh, you? Oh, new fucking old El Paso. And then we'll more or less get to the point where Selma Hayek appears. Like, they have a few drinks at, at the table uh, and... Uh, and then she comes out. Aye. Where like is I'm not gonna drink alone. It's like I thought you were supposed to be the cool one in this situation, but you're fucking going oh raging about the raging about that guy touching him. He wanted to be the same to the fucking <laughs> him. But I thought no. Calm down. I'm but, a priest. He'll drink with me. <laughs> when all the fucking lights dim and then Selma Hyatt comes out. Yeah. Is this her at her peak, you think? No. Think she got better as she got on? Acting, looks. Oh, I do too. Uh, I think I've seen a lot of films with her Only rang recently, I've seen her in The Savages. John Travolta and Aye. what's his name, Aaron Taylor. Johnson. Aye. Was she the villain in that one? Kinda. Aye. Or like a mob boss type. Aye. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, how am I, in my head I can only think of her in stripping roles. So other that and dogma, hmm. uh, it's more the kid friendly strip scene where Ned they got, it's not like she killed Ming Chen <laughs> in a fucking strip club, but. Um, Cause she was she was in Grown Ups. Oh, she played Alan Sandler's wife. Eh? Aye. Was was she the one with the lactate and milk, or was that one of the other ones? Because well, I, I mind somebody was getting milk squirted in their mouth. No, I think that was um, what's his name? That was Kevin James' wife. Aye. Oh, Maya Rudolph. No. no. Ah, there's too many fucking fuckers as well. That's Chris. Rocks. Rocks the blonde woman. Yeah. Uh, who's probably not famous enough for us to know. I know. Aye. But I am pretty sure Selma Hayek in that film was like a coming of age moment for, for many, many young From you. folk. I think I've seen Desperado for a few years after that. I didn't remember seeing boobs until I saw this movie. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I quite like the look of these things. <laughs> They're quite committed. <laughs> Other parts of them seem quite committed as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, maybe, like, I always know this thing about Quentin Tarantino, that he must have a fetish with feet. So he must have been in his fucking element, uh, sitting gobbling on the toes. Get a wee drinky fucking just, whiskey up for days. Alright, because that, that was like just a fucking dog drinking a bowl of water, just, <laughs> just fucking lapping it up. Uh, Suckling on her teas and then spitting drink in his mouth. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's like, I, I, I want that role in this film. That's <laughs> it, I want it, yes. Yes, I'll, I'll do whatever you want, just put me in this film, I want that role. <laughs> I just want her to spit in my mouth. Oh. <laughs> and then, of course, fucking Cheech comes in and they'll start, like, he's the kind that fucking broke my nose, broke my hands. Yeah. And, and they start, like, Good. tells him to get back sure on the clock. Quite like that. Uh, Aye. That's my brother, man. Tarantino gets stabbed in the same hole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have loved it if he stabbed him. He was like, ha, nice try, motherfuckers. I've got a hole in my hand. <laughs> Felt nothing. But I would fucking say, though, he's like, Hans attacks the table and he's like, trying to, like, kind of, like, get away. No. And he realises he's going to have to just fucking put a knife there. Put a knife to stab Johnny. Aye. And that's it. That's when you get the fucking moment where the mm. was it George Clooney that turned the knife at his hand and no, no. aye. But they stab Danny Trejo and then fucking jam it back in the table and you just get that quick glimpse of oh, that, that looked green. Yeah. That didn't look red. Yeah. And that's it. I would have loved to have been in cinemas like in 1996 for like audiences going to see this film because I, I've never I've not watched any like TV spots or trailers like. If they alluded to the fact this, that this is a vampire movie, because up until that point, we were watching like a some sort of thriller, a crime film about a family that's been kidnapped, they do a deal, and they've came to a bar for a drink. That's like been the first hour of this movie. All of a sudden, there's fucking green blood on this knife, mm. and oh, cunt turns into vampires. Mm. Like, if you were going in and saying, oh, that, that boy of ER's got a film out, <laughs> run to the cinema, go. He swears quite a lot. He's very violent. <laughs> that boy really likes feet. Tell <laughs> 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 no. That's <laughs> not to do it. Uh, 
But aye, there's the fucking the switch flips in this film. And it turns into full fucking crazy horror mode. So where she smells the, his blood from his Aye, because that's it. There's a sound effect and it gives the impression where like it's like you hear like a like a heartbeat, like a almost like shark smelling blood mm. kind of thing. Where it's like mm. and like a dum, dum, and like and then she turns. That's weird. Aye, but I think I think it's vamp or vampire. I think there's loads of different kinds of things because she was like a snake person. She was quite reptilian. Aye. aye. Because that's what in the programme, eh? They're Aye. all fucking snake people. Aye. Aye. So she was she was snake. There were some like vampires. Fucking sex machine turns into a rat. Yes. Aye. <laughs> what I didn't say earlier, did you see that a vampire? And she like fucking got a giant wound in like, her belly. A C-section wound <laughs> vampire. Aye. Oh shit. Yeah, that's... Kill her first. Aye. That... <laughs> it does, it, like... It becomes like chaotic. Uh, like when... Aye, that's when the fucking band we put the human fucking guitar aye, aye, instrument. Aye, they make a human guitar. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I don't understand it, how how that would even make like an electronic noise. Like, like an electric guitar. <laughs> aye, you didn't even think about it, it's fine. <laughs> aye. Um, it's just like, holy fuck, look at that. Right. Um, okay. In the same when fucking Pussy Cheech jumps up on the table trying to get to Juliet Lewis uh, and she jams the cross and in his mouth and, and it's just the fact like did his eyeballs need to explode over her? Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like ah! And then um, you get that random random black guy trying to play dominoes uh, and all these uh, stupid stripper bitches he's not he's dominoes it. Because uh, is he Fred Williamson? Uh, Aye. What's he, is he famous for anything before this? It could be but it's just the way he was used it's kind of like the way you would think they would use like Bruce Campbell in a film aye it looked like he should oh that's the dude for all those fucking black exploitation films like <laughs> it should have been Richard Roundtree like Shit that shaft exactly like <laughs> just for just the fact that it's these type types of directors like they'll be fucking homage and shit left, right, and center. Like uh, you had fucking used, Tom Savini. Tom Savini is like a fucking special effects guy. Exactly, that. and he even drops lines about making crosses. Like, oh yeah, fucking Peter Cushion did this shit all the time. <laughs> Two sticks together, and you got a cross. <laughs> and like they go through all like your horror movie, or vampire movie traits. Where is it right? Stakes, fucking crosses, holy war. And then they're all of a sudden talking about silver. Is it silver? Is that werewolves? Like, Does anyone have silver? No. Why the fuck are we talking about then? Like, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but it does. I do love that. Like, just where it becomes fucking chaos and, aye, Fred Williamson just fucking slams four bitches through aye, the table legs. And we get these these fucking death sequence, like the transformation into goop, where they kind of like fire, they kind of burn out and yeah, just go. No, like, but it seems. I, I thought these bitches still were going fire. <laughs> Everyone at once. Barry <laughs> Trejo gets fucking turned into a fucking pool table, basically. He looks like a, a fucking... He looked like a badass vampire. Ah, he's totally And then he's like... And he's flying across, <laughs> gets fucking booted. It's just a sound effect to play when he fucking gets whipped under the table when that his legs tied. <laughs> uh, it's just like when he's fucking killed and his eyes roll in the fucking puppets uh, of the pool table. <laughs> just all these wee fucking touches is good. <laughs> and then you've got... Selma Hayek, Penn and Dune, George Clooney, uh, saying, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to kill you, I'm going to drain you of your blood and make you my slave, then you can feed on the blood of dogs, uh, you'll be my dog. And I'll and, purposely stand the dog shit so you can lick it off me. Uh, <laughs> and then nice. she's like, I'll cry you spots. <laughs> and I watched this with subtitles last night, because I was thought she cried him spud. Spud? Uh, you like, crazy? I just like, I demeaned <laughs> him, then just like, spot. Like, that could be worse, could cry me spud. <laughs> spud. And so it just, I, I guess I just hurt with her accent. I just thought, Spud. I was like, I like, can't have a train spot, and that's you. <laughs> Shit the bed, dog. No. Shit the bed. And <laughs> yeah, that's when he shoots a, it's like a, a chandelier. It's just like a light. The candelabra. Ah, he just uh. fucking scares the bitch. Uh, then you get that black dude, his kid. Calm down. I said black dude, I never said anything <laughs> racist. Um, his character name's Frost. Is it? Aye. Uh, because I didn't get any point he properly introduced himself. Like, we've got his Nam story. Oh, that was Peach. Like, oh, uh, and, but <laughs> it was before that, the big dude that worked the door, uh, he ripped the fucking heart out of him. Uh, where he's like, come on, monkey man. And just poof, grabs a heart and it's still beating in his hands. 
Uh, and Savini comes over with the pencil and just goes, and he fucking drops. But I love it that, because we get that lineup where you've got Harvey Keitel, George Clooney, Tom Savini, and fucking Frost. Then you've got the four most messed up looking fucking vampires where like, right, her face is ugly. Uh, that that one's like a fucking troll for Lord of the Rings with so stomach king in it, uh, and the, like you just think ah this they killed up they quite quick and I thought this I thought this was on for longer and then you hear the bats outside and like uh, oh you've got the fucking window shut ah because that's it they're fighting who gets fucking launched out the window oh that's that, when that's when like, the sex machine turns exactly bites him as when he's like when he's fucking it's just that's fucking comedy gold his, mm. ah he feels his tooth and then he like does that and his horn turns into the fucking <laughs> and he's trying to calm down like put, uh, puts his jacket back on I'm fine I'll kill that and fucking Big Frost is talking about I said nah I'm hiding the bodies and <laughs> playing possum awesome. And then you like just when see, they all went to sleep, I came in and I was like, ah, 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 and he's fucking like picking up the hundreds. Uh, <laughs> and you see him like that. <laughs> 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 then when I, when I finally came to my senses, I turned out and I killed like an entire troop, one single handedly. Uh, and then you just fucking Tom Savini's fingers wrap his shoulders like spiders <laughs> and just fucking, <laughs> fucking tear into him. And sure, you could pick apart the whole, like, here, it takes seconds for him to transform, but it takes hours for him to transform. Shit, <laughs> he flinched to death. 
like, oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, it happened on the fucking playground. Flint, and you just feel like dying afterwards. But uh, it does get it gets fucking messy, like when Harvey finally turns uh, and his his kid has to fuck. They just smacks him in his face with Johnny. Uh, happy. <laughs> like that that was a, an amazing fucking effect where just the head turns around and it's all gone, but you can just see everything. It's like the rings of the tree. It's like oh, it's fucking and it was like that fucking distracted. Then all the vampires get under him and like. It was Scott. He was crying, wasn't it? Uh, and it's like the way they're finishing Scott off. It was like a fucking four pack of sausage rolls for Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cunt was on it. Yeah, like there was like five people on this boy. <laughs> just fucking tearing into him. Understand how he blew up though? Oh, did you ask sh- Kate to kill him? Aye, she shot him with a revolver that had the bullets marked with a cross bit. That aye, that should have been like a shotgun at close range. But for that effect. he blew up and then. It's- or they just blew up next to him. Ah, they're just going for effects, and he was like, fuck yeah. it. And then you get a fucking sex machine with your like, rat looking thing. I know, he gets his head chopped off. Aye. He gets shot in the pus with the fucking crossbow, and then all of a sudden his body just grows a rat head. <laughs> and he yeah. turns into a big giant rat. Dude, that's the, that must be the thing where at least they could expand upon that in the TV series oh. of why the fuck this normal guy turns into a fucking rat monster. <laughs> But at this point, this is when it's down to just Juliet Lewis and George Clooney. Yeah. And they're running out of bullets. There's still fucking a whole queen of vampires. And, fi- thank fuck, <laughs> like, dawn arrives. Oh, fucking daylight shoot starts. Shoot the fucking walls. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> and there's when fucking, like, Cheech is outside for the I third time. Hello! <laughs> and it's like, shoot the fucking doors! All the light comes in, all cunt blows up, hits the disco ball to make sure all cunt gets finished. <laughs> <laughs> it's just when Cheech is there he's like what's wrong man is that psychos it's like psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them it's like, like okay man <laughs> but did he not get punched in the face as well uh, yeah like oh, tell you that boy should have got paid well for this <laughs> and I think this was maybe the first time that I realised he was in three roles of this movie uh, just did not click at all no. like maybe like sure the middle like fucking pussy Cheech because he had like the beard and a vampire, a vampire. Like it didn't look as obvious as fucking Mexican at the border, Cheech, and drug dealing Cheech. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Just imagine the action figures. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be three different fucking figures. Uh, Four. But vampire change fucking version in the normal. I know what was Chong up to that he couldn't even like the whole fact that they used Cheech fucked. three times. What did? Nah, Cheech never turned into a vampire, though, did he? He was a door guy. I know. Ah, but so he was normal, and then all three of them turned into vampires at the same time when they were fighting. Ah, they shot them dead, and then they all the sat vampires started no set up. No, the, the, the Undertaker oh, rise. Oh, ah, because he go fucking with the. Aye, ah, right. Yeah. Aye, <laughs> right, chopped in the cross. Aye. Like an Ibukaki. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, and how fucking, like. Easy Ozzy as Juliet loses by the end of it. It was like, oh. my whole family's dead. I'm soaked in blood. Uh, almost kind of offered herself to George Clooney. Aye. Like, I'm a bastard, but not a fucking bastard. <laughs> because I was like, hey, you want, you want company? Like, yeah. After this, I could really suck a dick. I didn't kind of be you, <laughs> but... I've got an itch in the back of my throat there. I hope, that, scratch. I, hope, I, like, I hope there's no fucking a vampire bite. You want to check me for wounds? <laughs> But she didn't seem that bothered about all the fucking times. Like, here's a couple a couple grand, go wash yourself off and fuck off in your RV. I could be made a couple grand. A couple of hundred grand, maybe. So that was it. She's like, she didn't seem that bored. So I thought, it's like, you're just Juliet Lewis now, aren't you? You're not even fucking Kate anymore. She's <laughs> just playing herself at the end. Yeah, also the camera fucking pans out. Best. Like mm. you have to love that fucking ending shot where it just zooms and it's a fucking like it's this like a temple. Aye, fantastic temple. Exactly, and all the fucking shit behind it that's been left, like. And then also the last when the program starts to elaborate on that. Aye. And mm, it goes more into the fucking fact that it's an actual labyrinth. Aye. All the vampire, all the fucking shitey vampires all live in the maze and mm. the catacombs and everything. Ah oh, man, it makes me want to fucking watch it now. It is. The first series is good. I was on and off with it. I'd start watching it and it'd be like things like, man, I better not watch this in front of the bairns. 
in case it gets like just you're too fucking sensitive I am I'm quite sensitive, sensitive with them but do that oh, so you're gonna like just watch it like Cameron and Alex and like come through the next morning and fucking Cameron's speaking on Alex like <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's not in the sense that like Dust Old Dawn's like, here boys, sit down, this is Selma Hayek. Puberty instantly. Margaret comes in, smacks me in the bus with an iPad. <laughs> just walk a bit where we fucking four year old boner. Like, ah, some, the only reason the fucking camera runs to his room for a long time is just so he could take a shit, not a wag. After he sees Selma Hayek, Maybe does both at the same time. <laughs> what do you even cry that? Number four. <laughs> what would the worst of number three? <laughs> Why do you skip it? Uh, it's a joke on that movie Home with the purple alien. Oh, like, I didn't watch it. On, on my plan, we have a number three, and is he says stuff is like, we only do it so often, but when you do, you have to take a day off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I, I, like I know what number three is in my head but whatever it is you just have to take a day off if you're hating one <laughs> anyway fuck all to do with from dusk till dawn any final thoughts that we covered it all I think we have alright let's get to the figures then oh there's figures yes budget how much do you think it costs to make a movie like this yeah, you go first I'll say about 10 to 30 grand Okay. Grand. Right, well, no, let's see. You tell me how many millions it takes to make this movie. So there's your clue. It's more how about... How much did it cost to make... Give me a number. Shoot. Between one and thirty. Five. Six. No, he's going for six. I would say... Fourteen. Nineteen million. You're fair. <laughs> that, but that's what I was like when he first started this shit. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, can I... I think I know it cost about 10 pence. <laughs> well, the penny drops, so... <laughs> eventually. So, now, the fact that it took 90 million to make, because, I guess, like, you had to get fucking George Clooney while he was in his prime of ER, I guess mm. it would cost a few quids. Um, not, like, triple salary for fucking Cheech. Cheech, exactly. <laughs> who fucking Julia Lewis was then. No. Um, she done it for all the dicks she could suck. That shit was quite... <laughs> was it? I, I was in uh, she was big because she was in Cape Fear. Ah, oh, right, and she was a bit younger than that. That was an earlier. And she was in Natural Born Killers. Right, okay, so. Quentin Tarantino produced. So she had been oh, a bit. You fucking Mr. Movie fucking fucks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I watched that film, it's brown. <laughs> it's just a satire, right? It's just brown. Oh. Dennis, what about Danny Jr. with an Australian accent? Okay. <laughs> And Tom Lee Jones is like an absolute bastard of a prison warden. It's funny. Is that the one with Dennis Hopper? Nah. Nah, what? True romance? He's dropping bombs on the boy. Okay, so the fact that it's 19 million, how much money do you think? Box Office Mojo only had it for domestic. So... How much could we translate that into what that cat was saying into millions? 55, I think. I'll probably say 60, 70. 25.8. Oh! I, this is where it kind of falls in the category of cult classic. Uh, like where it wasn't it really. Because it only made, uh, uh, made an extra 6 million. Like Nibdi went, went to the pictures to see that weird family drama with fucking George Clooney where yeah. they're all stuck in an RV. I, see, the, I, think, I think the reason why films are making me is because they're fucking charging me. I think how much like, to go to the cinema 20 years ago, man, like three, what, two fifty, three pounds? Depending on the time of day, is that a pound, and you get to stay for all the other films after it. You see all those old newspaper clips, like, for 30 pence, six films! <laughs> so, I would have lived in cinemas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- fucking, that would get you, like, four bags of chips. Ah, right, four bags. Bags back then. <laughs> uh, a couple of bottles of Iron Brew! And enough money to take him to pay my rent to mum. Can you pretty much just go to cinema with a bag of gingies? There you go. Ticket, please. Bag of what? Bag of gingies. Less bottles. Uh, uh, less checks. Gingies. You've got like a fucking sleeve fucking ringy fucking ginger fox in here. I'll trade you three gingers <laughs> <laughs> for this fucking Terminator double bill. Yes. <laughs> they will do anything. Uh, I, I would have loved it. 
if you could fucking barter to see films like you just show up and say I have three fish would this be enough for me to see a movie and get a large popcorn <laughs> okay fine I'll take the medium oh. <laughs> it was some fucking discovery show that Margaret watched while Aspen's in it and that was the way they had to pay their dental bills so they just had to go to the river and catch fish and give it to the dentist <laughs> and he would fix their fucked up teeth oh my goodness yeah um, so I 25.8 million Rotten Tomatoes critics you think they're tough on this one I don't know I'd probably oh. say about halfway let's see what give me a percentage 50 58 64 oh. that was based on 30 positive to 17 negative audience right they've liked it more you think yes I'm going to say 73 uh, I'd say probably about 73 to now I did the one number. What? Right, yeah, right. I'll say eighty. Seventy-six. Oh. So seventy-six percent as based on two hundred seventy-two thousand ratings. Okay, Amazon one-star reviews. Yes. This is out of the one hundred nineteen reviews it's got on Amazon.co.uk, eight negative. Oh. So I've, I've, most of it was like just folk being morons. Uh, more or less Fox saying ah, I bought the Blu-ray this looks like shit basically so I I've watched a Blu-ray copy it and like the bit at the end it just looks like a fucking somebody's drew a picture of a fucking Aztec temple and stuck it in between jokers <laughs> <laughs> so let's see these are some of the, the more choice one star reviews written on Amazon title of this review as they would say in the film what a load of fucking rubbish by Frankie who the hell says a fuck, fucking rubbish? <laughs> Maybe just the use of the F-bomb. Yeah. Um, if you want a vampire film with the F-words constantly used throughout it and for most of the time for no good reason brackets fuck you fuck this fuck that etc close bracket then watch I found the overuse of the F-word boring and totally ruined the film brackets 10 minutes of it was way too much I gave up watching yawn <laughs> <laughs> fucking assholes. Didn't they start getting good to every fucking 40 minutes in? <laughs> Let's see, our next one. Don't go near it by Sanderson underscore Nick at hotmail.com. Oh my oh, god. You're putting your address out there, son. What are you doing? <laughs> we'll find you, dude. <laughs> this <laughs> is. <laughs> Gotta kick someone's ass and just <laughs> fucking fly to their house just by email alone. <laughs> um, the film is truly one of the worst films of all time starts off as an attempt as a serious film making and descends into a fusion of bad directing mixed with screenwriting to standards similar to that of a two-year-old. Oh. I think what two-year-olds are going, fuck this, fuck that, fuck you. <laughs> I want fucking Weetabix. You didn't talk to me like that, scale. <laughs> Full of cliches and common mistakes. It is well not, it is well worth not seeing this and spending money on something more useful like loo paper. Blue paper. <laughs> and our, our last one. Don't Buy by Morgan. Got a DVD. Couldn't wait to watch it. As I had been told it was a good film. But DVD would not play on my TVs. <laughs> so that was Six question. About a dozen question marks after it. Well, but DVD would not, would not play on my TVs. And it done TV. How you, you fucking review a film? Oh, that, Michael, eh? they do so many. <laughs> There's so many retards. <laughs> uh, we, we think they must believe that an Amazon review must be mandatory with your purchase. <laughs> Was there not like one somebody said, order this by mistake? Ah, <laughs> right. about for a refund or something. Like, <laughs> like uh, they, didn't worry, they didn't need to tell us. Uh, but. Another one, somebody was blaming their fucking grandkid for hiring a film off Amazon Prime that they didn't watch. Like, I didn't watch VHS, it must have been my grandkid. <laughs> like, I, I tell it to the person that you want your refund for, didn't he, like, put it as a one-star review against the film? <sighs> okay, so what's next for the Films and Swear Movie Podcast? It will be our Versus episode. Is it? Yep, because we were deciding whether to do this oh, one fuck or... So we will be comparing the 1960 Magnificent Seven against the 2016 Magnificent Seven. Yes. So we can look forward to that next. Yeah. Housekeeping, filmsandswearing.com for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
Patreon, Amazon, Audible. We will fucking bleed you dry any way possible. <laughs> and you can find all the links on our website. Yeah. Other than that, I think that's it. Uh-huh. Um, what? Andy, you want to sign off? Or should we let... Let, let the guests sign off. Now, I reckon if... <laughs> this is like the true things are right if he's listened to our show he'll know how to sign off yeah at the let's end. listen let's see if he knows but a lot of folk might not listen to the very end of our podcast <laughs> I've probably finished after five minutes nah, I was kind of listening a few minutes in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was only, only, only one when I properly listened to all the way and that was when you done Conair <laughs> oh, oh well. we need to demain at Cage Films <laughs> that's what we're missing out on <laughs> So it, was I, just, it was just like being blind and just listening to somebody like describe the film. <laughs> Is that how you'd like it? If I was blind? <laughs> <laughs> if that day Mike loses his sight in a, a tragic Star Wars related accident and he's just in his house talking about the Force, me and Andy have to go to the pictures and talk about all the films he can't see anymore. <laughs> Put the earphones in, he's like, this is Star Wars 9, Michael. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he's transported to a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Hearing stories, deluding fucking Fife accents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was this fucking Japanese cunt thinking what he was named. That's how, that's like, how he gets described. If, uh, that's that's my, all I want to happen to me in life if I end up like that cunt in the one music video. Like for Metallica, I'm just I've not got arms, legs. Uh, I can't uh, communicate. Like, just as long as you keep my fucking podcast updated on my phone, I'll be fine. <laughs> Is he no death? I'll fucking kill me then. <laughs> I Morse code. Morse code. <laughs> oh. All right, Mike, sign off the podcast. Sign off. All right, go then. All right. There's like a wee cat. Not a catchphrase. It's how we finish every episode. So we finished the Conair episode like this, basically. <laughs> I mind it, that was way back last year. And it. Fuck off and tune in next week. Ah, uh, right, aye. Uh, <laughs> I might be here, I might not. <laughs> <laughs> you probably won't be. First, first and last, boys. <laughs> Third and last. <laughs>